Welcome to another episode of Doubtfully Daily Matigo, a short podcast never longer than it needs to be where I get to discuss whatever happens to be on my mind. And today, work is on my mind. Not so much my work, but the general term of work. Larry Elliott recently wrote an opinion piece in The Guardian where he tries to drum up fear, saying that robots will take our jobs and we'd better plan now before it's too late. This kind of talk has been going on for about 200 years, ever since the invention of steam-powered engines. People have been screaming and moaning about the lack of jobs that the future will have as machines begin to take all of our jobs. And it just hasn't happened yet. While some jobs have certainly gone away, um, they needed to go away. Nobody wants to make linen by hand. That is not a fun job whatsoever. Nobody wants to do a lot of the things that we used to do two, three hundred years ago by hand because it was very labor intensive. People would lose fingers or eyes or other body parts all the time because things were dangerous and we just didn't want to do that. And so we have machines that are able to do all of these things for us faster, more consistently and generally better than a human can do. And of course, there are human artisans who can do these things with a very high degree of skill and get paid very handsomely for it. And I can think of, um, for for example, um, plates and bowls and things of that sort, things that we use that are ceramic and whatnot. Proper artisans can charge a good amount of money for a proper bowl and a proper set of dishes um, that they make by hand because they have the skill. They dedicated a decade or two decades or 50 years to the craft to really make really beautiful, really solid, really efficient, or not efficient, but really decent um, plates and dishes and things of that sort. Um, Machines can do that, sure, but they're all exactly the same and they're all pretty much cookie cutter. pretty much exactly cookie cutter. These things go through machines, they're pressed, then they go into an oven, they're baked, and then they go into a box and they're sold. There's no love, so to speak, but but an artisan is able to make things that are truly unique. And as we begin to do more and more with automation and whatnot, this is the way we're going to go. So we can already see this with um, 3D printing. 3D printing today is insanely basic. We can only do certain things with certain materials. Um, But in the near future, I predict before I'm dead, we're going to be able to have something very similar to what we would see in Star Trek The Next Generation, where people would walk up to a machine and say, tea, Earl Grey, hot, and they would get a hot cup of tea. That's a glass cup with a plastic uh, handle and a good Earl Grey tea inside. This stuff is not that far away from actually happening. And when that happens, sure, people will complain, oh, there's no more insert coffee chain here. But are those really the things that we want to protect? Do we really, really want to protect those jobs? Because humans are better than that. A human is creative. A human is more than just making coffee or making tea or building something on an assembly line. Humans are capable of so much. And when we look at people who work really hard at minimum pay jobs, um, it's just not cool. So 
I know a couple of people who are in their 50s and 60s who are working, maybe not for minimum wage, but pretty close to it. They're working at grocery stores, stocking shelves, or they're working at convenience stores behind the counter as people come and pay for things. Machines can do that just fine. We don't need a human to do that because when you look at these people, yeah, some people might actually enjoy that kind of work, and that's cool. That's completely cool. But most people do not enjoy that kind of work for very long. They're there because they need money to pay rent or food or something of that sort. They're there because they need to be there, not because they want to be there. And that's one of the problems that we have. A lot of people are taking jobs not because they want them, but because they need them. And one of the really good things that's going to come from automation is the fact that people will soon be able to do things that they want to do. Now, there there will certainly be pain along the way. People are going to say that young people who have no career skills will not be able to get jobs because you can't get a job without experience and you can't get experience without a job. I had that very same problem when I was 19, 20, 21 years old and trying to get into certain fields. It was impossible because I didn't have X number of years experience because I couldn't get those jobs without X number of years experience beforehand. But as we continue to go forward, we're going to see things change. We're going to see new jobs created, not robot cleaning jobs. Well, we might see some of those, but we're going to see new areas that are created as a result of people needing work and employers needing a different set of skills. So it's not just enough to have robots doing what we need to do. Or if, if you look at the Amazon, what was that thing called? Amazon Go, I think. You walk in, you put your phone on a, a, on a scanner, then it knows who you are, and you walk out with stuff, and it knows what to charge to your Amazon account. Right. That's pretty cool, but we're still going to need humans doing stuff and not the job of security. Like, sure, we will have, most likely, we will have human security people watching to make sure that people aren't sneaking stuff under their jacket and things of that sort. But humans are better than this. Think of the person who you think is the most useless person on the earth. And I guarantee that they can do something that is creative and beneficial. Maybe not in a grand scheme of things, maybe something that, you know, something that I do is not going to benefit somebody who's living on Easter Island. But Something that I do can benefit people within a local community. And this is where automation is really going to shine. Because, yeah, we're going to see situations where automation is going to put a lot of people out of work temporarily. And a lot of organizations are going to say, hey, wait a minute, now that we've you know eliminated 100,000 people, there's 100,000 fewer people buying our stuff. Um, and there's going to be some kind of balance coming around because we can't have just machines making things and nobody able to afford it. We're going to need jobs. And what this means is that we're probably not going to have the classic idea of a job, but instead we're going to start looking at transient careers. And perhaps we'll even have things like a minimum guaranteed income, which is supplied by a government. That's a separate topic that I'm not really going to get into here. But if we look at careers, transient careers, where somebody goes and does a particular task for five years, like some kind of creative task or something that they just want to do. And then after a certain amount of time, they move on. When we start having a high degree of automation, when we start having a high degree of employment security, so to speak, these kinds of freedoms become available. And 
it might actually do us a world of good, being able to just get rid of these mindless jobs that nobody seriously enjoys doing for any length of time and replace them with things that humans are better at doing. Like we are very creative. Even the people who are not at all creative, they just sit back and consume. They can do things that machines cannot yet do. So why not actually use people to their better abilities? Why not let people do what they want to do within reason? This is where automation is going to take us, and it will be painful. I cannot stress that enough. It will be painful for a number of decades, and People will lament a particular generation is being lost because they can't afford a house, they can't do this, they can't do that. I, I think that's silly thinking. It does not at all take into account the ingenuity that a typical person has. So yeah, it might be difficult to buy a house in London. It might be difficult to buy a house in Tokyo. I can't afford a house in Tokyo, and I'm making more this year than I've made in my entire life. So, well, per year. So it's not as though these things are completely impossible, but people can begin looking at realigning their goals with reality and realigning their goals with other goals. So, okay, you want to buy a house? That's completely cool. I want to buy a house too. So I did. It took 25 years, but <laughs> finally was able to buy a house with a down payment and the mortgage and all the other fun stuff. It took a really long time to save up and build the credit and do all that other fun stuff. It was not at all easy. But here we go. I have a house as an immigrant in another country where I'm technically an expatriate because I still have my Canadian citizenship. That's not an easy thing to do at all. It's not easy to do in Japan where everything is Japanese. It's not easy to do in Canada where everything is very much geared towards people who look like me. It's not easy to do anywhere, but it's not impossible. And through the use of automation, through the use of getting rid of these piddly jobs that people honestly let themselves get stuck in for years and years and years, we can hopefully encourage people to use that lovely brain that is sitting in their head to do something that they really want to do. Want to be a musician? That's a really tough gig, but give it a try. You want to do something creative? Again, very difficult to do, but anything worth doing is difficult. All the easy stuff has been done. Tell me one easy thing in the world that needs to be done that hasn't yet been done. There's nothing left. Making lunch. Like, that's essentially the easiest thing that you can do. And even then, that's a temporary thing. So there are avenues that people have. But articles like this, where robots are going to take our jobs, we'd better be, you know, throwing our wooden shoes into the machinery to shut them down and all that other silliness, it really needs to stop because it's not going to do us any good. And at the end of the day, mindless, repetitive jobs, we don't need. We can do better than this. We can give the next generation better jobs than this. In fact, we need to get rid of the word job because a job is something we essentially don't want to do. If people are going to go and do things for money, it should be something that they want to do for money. Not everyone can be a king or queen or emperor, but it doesn't mean that we can't really enjoy the things that we do to contribute back to society in some way, whether it's playing and recording video games on YouTube, uh, making podcasts, recording music, or making very good coffee that a machine simply cannot do. It, there, there's a lot of things that humans can do that honestly machines will not be able to do within my lifetime. And that's where humanity needs to go. That's where we need to put our people skills. But 
until we move away from this idea that everybody needs a job and it doesn't matter what kind of job it is, until we move away from that, we're going to be stuck in this repetitive pattern where everybody's concerned about technology stealing things. And technology isn't stealing anything at all. If anything, technology is liberating us from getting away from either dangerous or mundane or boring work and actually doing something that we might actually give a darn about. Because if people don't care about what they're doing, they're going to do a crappy job. How often do you go to fast food restaurants and get a horrible looking burger? I bet it's more than 50% of the time. But we eat it anyways because whatever, we're hungry. And it doesn't look like it's going to kill us. But wouldn't it be nice that, or if when we went to a restaurant and ordered a burger, even just something as simple as a $2 cheeseburger, wouldn't it be nice if the person behind the counter actually wanted to make that cheeseburger and gave you something that was both beautiful and delicious? Wouldn't that be nice? I think that would be a heck of a lot better than what we currently have. Again, it's not going to be easy to get there. But when we do get there, it's going to be a heck of a lot better than what we have now. Just like how life today is a heck of a lot better than what it was 200 years ago. And just like how life 200 years ago was a heck of a lot better than it was a thousand years ago. So these scaremongering articles are not contributing to a solution. If anything, all they're doing is stirring up fear about things that people should be educated about rather than made to fear. It's just not contributing anything of value. So yeah, Larry Elliott certainly put in the effort creating that article, but truth be told, that article could have been created just with an AI algorithm that I coded in a weekend. So if this guy really was concerned about machines taking his job, well, maybe he should write better articles. This isn't to say that he doesn't deserve a job, but it's time that we start treating people like people rather than as black and white objects that require very black and white things to lead very black and white lives. People are colorful. Let's have some color.